What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of College Hockey Talk. I'm your host, Matt. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. And before we get to our interview today, I'd just like to ask if you can please follow our social media accounts on YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram at College Hockey Talk. Also, subscribe to our Apple Podcast page and leave a rating and review, and also follow our Spotify page as well. Doing these things helps our podcast grow, helps new people find us, and I really appreciate it if you did those things. And if you are a returning listener, thank you so much for coming back. I really appreciate that as well. You can watch this entire interview on our YouTube channel as well. Enjoy the interview, everyone, and have a great day. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of College Hockey Talk. On today's podcast, I'm joined by junior of the Bentley hockey team, Dylan Patera. Welcome to the podcast, Dylan, and how's everything going? Good, man. Thank you. Thanks for having me. No problem. Thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. Now, I want to start off this podcast talking about this year's college hockey season. It's obviously been very different compared to other seasons. Just what are some challenges you have faced overall, and how have you tried to come overcome some of those challenges? Yeah, it's definitely been a been a weird season for sure due to the whole uh, coronavirus but um we actually were uh shut down uh, a couple weeks ago for a couple weeks we had some cases on the team so just facing some adversity with that um definitely was challenging but now we're just trying to get some games in and hopefully the rest of the year can go pretty smooth here yeah i want to talk a little bit more about that there's obviously been many schedule changes and postponements throughout your season how do you mentally stay prepared for all those changes in your schedule and what's the key for maintaining flexibility for the season because i know this is on sunday or, or when you played holy cross a few days ago that was your first game this month yeah yeah i mean you just gotta you just gotta keep your eye on the end goal um winning that championship i mean the schedule is going to be changing um Throughout the whole year, you're going to be playing during the week, um, you know, Sunday, Tuesdays, you know, it's definitely different. Um, so you just got to maintain um, your focus on, you know, the end goal and kind of keeping your body healthy and everything and, you know, doing the right thing. Has it been weird playing this season without any fans and has that been an adjustment for yourself? Yeah, it's definitely been uh, definitely different, right? You know, you know, you, you love having, you know, fans at your games, you know, they provide a lot of energy for your team and now, you know, it's pretty quiet in there and all you hear is you know your teammates talking but you know our team we kind of just you know look at it as in a positive way and we kind of you know motivate each other and bring the energy you know every game and and try to bring that energy on the ice to you know kind of eliminate you know that silence definitely definitely obviously three and three overtime has also been introduced to this year in college hockey what has that been like for yourself being an offensive player and having more space on the ice and having more chances to score goals yeah it's definitely been nice you know a lot of open ice out there, you know, you can be creative and, you know, it's not so much, you know, choppy hockey. So three on three has definitely been, you know, good to see, you know, for our league. I know other leagues are doing it as well. So it definitely you know, brings out the skill and players and, you know, it's, it's fun to watch. Now talking to other college hockey players throughout the country about three on three overtime, they're saying how it makes you more defensively sound because if you make one little mistake defensively, it can cause an odd man rush. Have you noticed that for your experience? Yeah, yeah, it's definitely different. I mean, you know, you got to, you know, maintain focus while you're out there. You know, one little mistake can lead into, you know, the game, you know, being ended, right? So, yeah, you know, you got to, you definitely got to focus on that and kind of work together and, you know, have a game plan. And, you know, we practice that in practice as well. So, you know, I think we're definitely prepared going into it. Now, you're obviously a junior on the team this year. 
and have and you obviously have a larger leadership role. How would you evaluate your leadership skills this season, and what have you learned about yourself as a player under this new leadership kind of role? Yeah, yeah, it's been good. Um, you know, bringing in the younger guys. Uh, <clears throat> you know, definitely leading by example, doing the right thing on and off the ice. Um, you know, they definitely look up to us. You know, upperclassmen. We have a good, you know, senior group as well. Um, you know, they all, they're always doing the right thing. Um, so, we, yeah, we definitely have some, some younger guys definitely looking up to us. And so, yeah. How have you tried to help their transition into college hockey, especially since this year is a lot different than years that you've experienced before? Yeah, you know, we told them right away, like, hey, it's going to be a weird year, but, you know, we're all in it together. Um, so let's just have fun with it, right? You know, we don't know if we're going to be playing every single weekend. So let's just have fun every time we get on the ice together and, you know, make the most of it. And how have the freshmen looked so far, in your opinion, on the ice? And especially players like Cole Codsey, who I feel like watching your team have really stepped up. Yeah, yeah, we definitely have some uh, some good freshmen. You know, they've added, you know, good value to our team. Um, you know, we're really – we have a lot of good depth in our team. You know, they can be used in all areas of the game. Um, yeah, Cole's good. Yeah, he's a good player, good offensive player. Um, he likes to battle it out. So, you know, he does the right thing off the ice as well. He's always staying late as well. So, yeah, he's definitely uh, – the transition for him has been good um, up and down. Hopefully he can start putting up uh, some points for us. Yeah, definitely. And you just beat Holy Cross a few days ago. Talk about that game and what was the key to that win? Yeah, that was good. That was our, uh, our our first game back after a month or so. Right? We had we were shut down for a few weeks there, and right after break is when it happened. And you know, we kind of went went into it with the mentality of just going on there and having fun. Um, you know, you know, like I said, games are we're not sure when we're going to be playing again, right? You know, games can be postponed here and there. And so as a team, we kind of just said, you know what, let's just go out there and have fun, not think too much, and you know, just have a blast. And that's kind of what we did. And we popped a couple early and just kind of went into each period with a lot of energy. So hopefully we can uh, take that into the next weekend. Did you feel any rust during that game? And how did you try to get some of the rust out of your system? Yeah. I mean, you definitely feel after a long break, you definitely feel a little rusty. Um, but, you know, after those first few shifts, you kind of get back into it and you kind of just bring that energy, uh, you know, every period and, you know, you support each other when you make mistakes. And so that's how we've kind of been, kind of been rolling. Yeah, what's it like to play in, in Atlantic hockey and just the competition you face every night because it's kind of a smaller conference compared to the other ones in hockey or in ho college hockey? Yeah, yeah, the conference definitely is tough, right? So, you know, the standings can change, you know, dramatically every weekend. Um, every team's good. Every team can can beat each other. So whoever comes, you know, mentally prepared each and every night um, is, is going to win. So, yeah, it's been fun over the past few years. Yeah, and uh, you play Air Force on Sunday. Talk about that series and what are your, what's the key heading in, especially against a team like that who's been playing multiple different teams in Atlantic hockey because they're not in, like, the east or west side of the divisions that they're doing. Right, yeah. Yeah, we've always had a good uh, good little competition with the Air Force over the you know past couple of years. Uh, going out there has always been fun. Um, fortunately, we can't do that this year. Um, but, yeah, we've always uh, – We've always had a little good matchup with them. Um, you know, they play strong, they're physical, they block shots heavily. And, you know, I think we just got to go into again, like we did, you know, last Tuesday with Holy Cross is like, you know, with that fun mentality and not thinking too much. And um, hopefully we can pull out a couple wins. Does playing those military academies, do they play a different style of hockey than other teams in Atlantic hockey? Um, yeah, I mean, I'd say so. Yeah, they're, you know, they're definitely, you know, heavier, stronger, um, 
you know, it's more fun. Like we definitely get into it like with those teams. So it'll be, it'll be a good matchup. Now talk about your off season for a little bit. What was that like for yourself and how did you prepare for this upcoming season, especially with all of the challenges with ice being closed and with gyms being closed as well? Yeah. So yeah, it was definitely a bit of a, a bit of a different summer. Um, back home I, in Indiana, I trained uh, right at my old high school there. So that, that opened up actually very, fairly quickly uh, in June. So it was pretty much a normal summer for me. Um, I have a group of guys there that I train with and, uh, you know, it was good. It was pretty, pretty much a normal summer. That's good to hear. And I want to talk about the beginning of your hockey career. You're from Culver, Indiana. Talk about growing up there and how did you start playing hockey? Yeah, so I'm originally from uh, Florida and I grew up and I moved up to Indiana around 11. Uh, played in Chicago uh, for a few years there with the, the Fury and the Mission and then uh, eventually transitioned into uh, Culver Academy. They're right, right in Culver. Um, it's a prep school there and, you know, loved every bit of it. I had a lot of friends that went through there before me and they said they loved it. And, you know, it's kind of like a mini college, you know, and that really helped my, uh, my development, um, kind of with, you know, their hockey program there, being able to, uh, to walk to the rink every day, have practice every single day, you know, unlike a normal AAA team where you're, you know, you're skating maybe three, four times a week, but, you know, we got to get on the ice every day. So I think that that really helped my development. Did you have a favorite player growing up and what part of their game did you admire the most? Yeah. So I think my favorite player growing up was probably Austin Matthews. Um, you know, just his skill and, you know, his shot. It's, it's been so fun to watch and, you know, I still watch him today and um, yeah. Do you think he has the best style in the NHL? Cause I think he does. Yeah, he's definitely uh, he has a really good style for sure. Um, it's cool, to, it's cool to watch him as a player and, you know, what he dresses off like is pretty funny. Definitely, definitely. Now, switching back to your hockey career, what's the hockey scene like in Indiana? I'm just curious because it's not kind of like a hockey mecca like uh, Illinois or like Minnesota in the Midwest. Yeah, yeah, it's tough. But, uh, you know, being there at Culver, uh, you know, we got to travel every weekend. We would go up to Michigan. Um, we'd actually come out to uh, Massachusetts for a couple tournaments throughout the year uh, just to get exposure. Uh, to uh, some colleges there. So, yeah, I mean, it's been good. A lot of traveling, but, um, you know, definitely good when teams can come see us because we have a good – we had a good student fan base there, so it was fun to play there. And before Bentley, you mentioned this. You played for the Chicago Mission. How did you get the opportunity to play with that program? Yeah, so I played at Fury before that and um, going into, I think it was my last year, U16, or last year of um, Bantam Major, I kind of was unsure where I was going to play. And – I had a close friend, um, Graham Slaggart, who now plays in Notre Dame. Um, he was playing at the mission there, and he kind of said there was an open spot, so I kind of rolled with it, and we had a good team there. We had a good run um, that year. We ended up going all the way to the national championship and, you know, losing to Shattuck uh, that year. So it was a good year. A lot of good players on that team that are, that are still playing today. What's it like playing that competition against teams like Shattuck, who always produce NHL-caliber players? Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's always good, right? Even at Culver, like, they're our biggest rival. So, you know, whenever they come, you know, to our barn, we, we always had, like, a sold-out crowd. It was so fun. So th those are definitely the memories uh, that will last a lifetime. Yeah, and uh, you then went on to play for Culver Academy. Just talk about your playing experience there and what was that like just overall? Yeah, it was good. I mean, like I said, like, just the program there, how it's set up is where you can, you know, go to the rink every single day and get better. Um, so I spent two years on the U16 team there and then 
prep my last two years and um, just the coaching staff there just cares about the players and they're really looking to develop each player and move on to hopefully play division one college hockey and um, that's kind of what happened my senior year I was having a good year and the tournaments out here talked to a few schools and Bentley wanted me to come in uh, right away so I kind of took that took that choice and came to this good business school and um, kind of rolled with it. Yeah, and how did your experience with Culver help prepare you for college hockey? I know you're mentioning how you traveled a lot during your junior hockey experience. Was that one of the things that helped prepare you? Because I know in Atlantic hockey, you're going to different schools around the East Coast. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, like I said, we we were always traveling to different places. We were in, you know, Toronto. We were in Michigan. We, you know, came out here. Had a lot of exposure with, you know, with Culver, and um, a lot of good players come out of there. And yeah, it definitely helped me uh, for college. Um, right away just kind of having that you know that college feel at Culver it kind of helped me prepare for you know college in general. Now, I know you were just talking about this a few seconds ago but just talk a little bit more about your recruiting process and what made you want to go to Bentley? Yeah so during my senior year um, when we came out here for a couple of tournaments uh, I started talking to some schools then and um, you know I wasn't sure if I wanted to go the whole junior junior path route or or just go right into school and Bentley kind of, you know, wanted me to come in right away. Um, so, you know, I, Bentley's a great business school and I wanted to get into business. So, you know, I was like, let's roll with it. Uh, you know, I love the campus, love the Boston area. So I, you know, didn't think second about it and fell in love with the place and, you know, haven't looked back. Now, how do you balance academics and hockey at such a high level? Yeah, it's definitely tough. I mean, you know, we're dedicating, you know, 30 plus hours a week to, to hockey and then we have school on top of that. Uh, yeah, no, it's good. We have, a, you know, a lot of support here at Bentley. Um, you know, everyone takes the time to dedicate themselves to their school. And, you know, we have a lot of resources here that'll help us and, um, you know, set us up for uh, success. What does this year look like for you academically? Has it been all online or has it been kind of like a hybrid model? Yeah, it has been online. Um, I think there there's some classes that are hybrid, um, but for myself, I'm all online, and um, I was all online last semester as well. So, you know, I've definitely gotten used to it. Um, but hopefully next year, you know, hopefully things are back to normal. Yeah, definitely. Has do you like online school? I know there's some advantages to it, like you can just get up and go straight to class and don't even have to like walk like an hour to the building. Is that yeah you, that <laughs> aspect of it? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's been kind of nice, you know, kind of just rolling out of bed right in the school. But um, yeah, you know, it's going to be nice to kind of get back to going to the classroom and seeing other students, right? More interaction with other people um, and just kind of get that college vibe. So that'll be good for next year, hopefully. Yeah, I think that enhances the academic experience as well, just with the face-to-face -face interaction with the professor. For sure. Now, what was the biggest adjustment you had to make to college hockey? Was it the mental side of the game, making quicker decisions with the puck, or was it more just the physicality, playing against players that were four or five years older than you were, or was it just kind of the speed of the game in general? Yeah, I think definitely, you know, guys are much bigger, faster, and stronger, um, you know, in college, and kind of making that adjustment um, was hard. And, you know, but using the resources that I have and the teammates' support, um, you know, I was able to do it. And, you know, kind of my goal was to kind of get bigger um, in the off season leading up to my freshman year. Um, so I did that and I think it went well and just kind of looking forward now, just kind of keep building on my weaknesses and, um, you know, hopefully have some success here in the second half. 
Yeah, and in your freshman season, you played Robert Morris in the playoffs. What did you take away from your that series, even though you lost, and especially with it being your first Atlantic hockey experience as well? Yeah, being the uh, first playoff experience, you know, it was really good. We had to, uh, you know, adjust quickly. Um, you know, Robert Morris is a good team. We always have a good battle with them. Um, they're big, physical, and strong. And, you know, we have to, you know, kind of match up with that and bring, you know, our qualities as a team to them. And, you know, we had a tough bounce there in the playoffs that year, but, you know, hopefully next year when we play them again, we can, uh, you know, have a better run with that. Now, on a more positive note, in your sophomore season, you beat Canisius in the Atlantic Hockey Playoffs. What was the key to that series win, and what was it like for you to get your first Atlantic Hockey Playoff win or series win? Yeah, it was good. Um, you know, as a team, just going into that, um, you know, we were like, we don't want to do this again. We don't want to lose again. So coming in with that mentality that, you know, we're not going to lose, uh, you know, really helped us with that series. You were supposed to play American International before the season got canceled. Uh, what was your reaction to that news? And what was the seniors' reaction as well, knowing they played their final college game? Yeah, yeah, that was definitely a, uh, a tough situation. I mean, we were we were actually going on uh, for practice, um, you know, right before heading out to play them. Um, and our coach kind of came in and, you know, we were all on Twitter and kind of seeing like the NBA shutting down and all the big leagues shutting down. And we kind of were just shocked and, you know, didn't know what was going to happen. We thought we might be able to sneak out a couple more games, but um, yeah, it was definitely unfortunate getting the news. Um, you know, I felt so bad for the seniors, you know, they came all that way um, to just get shut down immediately. And, you know, we were really prepared and looking forward for that series against AIC. Um, yeah. You know, it was definitely a tough one, you know, having to say goodbye to the seniors right then and there. I know we had maybe like, three days to get home. So that was definitely tough. Um, but yeah, hopefully that never happens again. <laughs> yeah. I hope that doesn't happen again either. Do you, are you playing this year for the seniors uh, trying to, uh, I guess, trying to finish what you guys started? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think we, last year we had a really good run. Um, and especially going to that series, we felt confident. So I think this year, like we, you know, like I've been saying, you know, going into each game, you know, with the, you know, the mindset of just having fun and, you know, playing our hardest, like, we, just because we don't know if we're ever going to get another game in. So, you know, you just got to go into each game, you know, with that mentality. Now, speaking of your teammates, you get to play with Yakov Novak. What's he like on and off the ice? And what's it like being his teammate? Yeah, no, yeah, he's uh, actually in my class. So he's a great teammate. He works hard. Um, you know, obviously he has a bright future um, being drafted there. And, you know, I hope he goes all, goes all the way. Uh, but, no, yeah, he's definitely an elite player on and off the ice. Uh, takes care of his body, does the right thing, um, you know, recovery-wise and everything. And this year he's obviously uh, had a good start. Um, and last Tuesday had a couple of goals there. So hopefully that keeps going for him. And, you know, he's definitely a player to look up to. Do you think playing with players like that helps your game as well because it motivates you to become just as elite as he is? Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, we, we push each other, you know, either if it's before practice or after practice working on, you know, some small skills or, you know, whatever. And, you know, he's, you know, he's not afraid to tell you what you're doing wrong and vice versa. So, you know, I think we respect that out of each other and, you know, keep pushing each other. Now, what's your favorite road arena to play in? Because I was looking up Bentley's arena is a pretty cool spot. Is there any other arena in Atlantic hockey that's better than that, or at least a close second? Um, I think we have the best, you know, rank in Atlantic hockey, I'd have to say, but, uh, you know, I heard Sacred Hearts getting a brand new rink. So I think that'll be done. I think next year. So that'll be exciting to play in. Yeah. It looks like a nice one. Yeah. I heard army has a nice ring too. 
Yeah, they do. Yeah, they have a good fan base as well. You know, the cadets come to the game, so that's always a good time there. Uh, we're now in the non-hockey segment of the podcast where I ask you some non-hockey questions. My first one is, uh, what's your favorite class at school? Uh, my favorite class right now, um, I'm taking it with a few team- teammates. It's called uh, health psychology. Um, just kind of what we normally do here, you know, we're a business school, right? So being able to take other classes is kind of fun. So just kind of looking, just kind of learning about health and, you know, the psychology aspect of it has been pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. Especially as an athlete trying to enhance that part of your game as well, I guess. Now my next non-hockey question is what is your favorite TV show to watch? Um, Over quarantine, I kind of binge watched the office. I know it's a pretty classic, but you know, you can never go wrong with the office. Oh, it's hilarious. Who do you think would be the best hockey player from that show? Oh man. I'm not sure. What do you think? Probably Michael Scott, just because he trucked uh, Toby in that one episode. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I'll agree with you a lot. Now, since Bentley is so close to Boston, uh, what have you ever had the chance to visit the city? And what's your favorite part about Boston? Yeah, yeah, we are. Yeah, we're able to go down there a lot. Um, you know, we're only 20 minutes, so you know you can take the train, or if you got, you have a car, you can go down there. But yeah, no, it's a great city, especially when it's warm out. You can go downtown and you know, walk around, they have a street, you know, full of shops and good restaurants. So yeah, we try to get down there a lot. Some of the guys, we go down there and walk around and just kind of enjoy the city. Yeah, it's great. You like going to some of the sports games in Boston? Because being from Boston myself, it's, that's the best part of the city, in my opinion. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we've been to a few Bruins games, uh, a couple of Red Sox games. Yeah, those are so much fun. Yeah. Yeah, definitely the atmosphere, it can't get better than that, in my opinion. It doesn't compare to any other city, in my opinion. Yeah, for sure. Definitely not. Now, speaking of your teammates, uh, who has the best style on the team besides yourself? Best style on the team. Uh, we have a transfer from uh, Northeastern, AJ Villela. He has some good style uh, coming to the games. Um, his suit style and his hat. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Nice. Now, who is the funniest teammate? Funniest? Um, I'd have to say Will Guerin. Yeah, he's funny. He's always cracking jokes in the locker room. Now, if you could have lunch with anyone in the world, who would it be and why? Anyone in the world? Um, Jeez. Let's see. Probably Bill Gates. That would be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be a fun conversation, especially being at a business school and just kind of how, you know, he grew up and everything. Yeah, that'd be really cool. And I think he's also doing stuff with the vaccine and just health-wise. So that's Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Yeah. 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 Now back to some hockey questions. My first one is what advice would you give a younger player trying to pursue a division one college hockey scholarship? Yeah, just, uh, just keep going. Just keep pushing yourself every day, you know, going to each day with the mindset of, you know, trying to get better and, you know, never, never be afraid to ask questions, um, you know, to your coaches. You know, I kind of learned that, you know, my probably going into my junior and senior year at Culver, you know, I think my freshman and sophomore year, I kind of, you know, kind of laid back and kind of just, you know, just played, I guess, and kind of going into my junior and senior year, I, you know, kind of told my coaches, like, hey, like, my goal is to play Division One college hockey, like, like, what do I need to work on? And so kind of just never being afraid to ask, you know, for help and, you know, kind of just keep pushing yourself. Definitely, and also doing well in the classroom as well. I think that's an aspect that people don't realize because schools won't look at you if you're doing poorly in class, so try to make that as well. Yeah, for sure. Now, what should I do better as an interviewer to improve and make this podcast better? No, it's been great. Yeah, I've enjoyed it. You know, good questions. Um, I've listened to a few of your other ones, and 
you know, it's really interesting how you, uh, you're going around to different college hockey players and kind of learning more about themselves and, you know, where they're playing in their schools. And yeah, you've been doing a great job. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, no, you're the second Bentley player we've had on. So it's been awesome. Awesome. Thanks for having me. Now, what's been your favorite hockey memory you've had in college so far? In college, um, probably playing uh, Boston College uh, my freshman year. Yeah, that was so cool. I mean, growing up, you always hear about Boston College and, you know, the success they've had over there. And, you know, now being able to play a team like that just right down the road and, you know, hopefully we get to play them again in the future. But, um, yeah, that was really fun going to their barn and playing them. And, you know, we were actually fortunate to pull out a win with that one. So, yeah, that was probably my best memory. Nice. I know you guys played Northeastern as well. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we all we also went to Northeastern. That was fun. They have a really uh, good uh, student section there, so that was really fun to, to play in front of. Now, do you have any shout-outs you'd like to give to any of your teammates, friends, or family members? Um, shout-outs, definitely uh, just to my parents. You know, I can thank them enough for, uh, you know, what they've done for me. Um, you know, ever since I was, you know, four years old, you know, traveling, you know, spending money on hockey and all that, you know, you know really paying off to, you know, getting a division one scholarship. So yeah, definitely thanking them. Yeah. And do you have any message to all the Bentley fans out there who are listening to this podcast? Yeah. I just want to say thank you, you know, for all your support, you know, we miss you guys, uh, you know, in the fan or in the stands and, you know, we can't wait to see you guys there next year. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Dylan. I really appreciate it. Take care. Have a great rest of your season. I just want to let you know that you're one of my favorite players on the team and it was an honor getting the chance to talk to you. Yeah, thank you, Matt. Thanks for having me. No problem. Take care. Talk to you soon. You too. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this podcast. I really appreciate it. It literally means the world to me. Please follow our social media accounts and also subscribe to our YouTube channel. I'll be posting older videos on that platform as the days go on. I'll see you guys next time with another great podcast. But until then, everyone, take care, stay safe, and have a great day. Bye. Thank you so much for listening.